Ole Miss is going to win Saturday, and I'm going to tell you how they're going to do it right here on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Lockdown Ole Miss Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis. Thank you very much for joining me. It's going to be pretty good. Today, I'm going to tell you exactly why Ole Miss is going to win Saturday. Now, everybody says, hey, it's a non-conference game. I'm going to do this all season for every team. But right now, we're going to set up for Tulsa, which is the best non-conference team Ole Miss has played. Do not underestimate them at all just because we play Georgia Tech. This is the best non-conference team we have played. So, starting out, before we get into our like intro reads and all that, Ole Miss offense needs to play clean. Needs to play clean. Because in a situation with a non-conference game where the talent disparity will exist, you need to play clean. If you do not play clean, turnovers, penalties, things like that, that will allow Tulsa to be in this game late in the game. And they have a history. They lost by 20 at Ohio State last year. They play really well against teams that are supposed to be heavily favored. They had four shots from the two-yard line last year against Cincinnati that would have kept Cincinnati out of the playoff. Four shots from the two. They didn't score, but it was there. They show up and they play well against teams that they're not expected to. Anyway, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Also, I want to thank everybody for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications when we put a new video up, which is quite frequent. And, of course, upvote the video itself. If you would do that, it would make us very happy. So, we're going to continue talking about it. The offense needs to play clean. Now, everybody is going to be afraid with Jackson Dart and their playing quarterback that the mistake's going to happen. Because mistakes with quarterbacks happen. Tom Brady Sunday fumbled a snap. Mistakes are going to happen. Interceptions are going to happen. What we don't need to happen is it to compound and affect other aspects. It needs to just be one play. A mistake one play we can live with. A mistake that lasts four series is a problem. And that type of situation would lead to Tulsa having a shot late in the game. Because Tulsa has an offense that is good enough to score points. The Ole Miss... Um, defense 21-point and under streak that they've been on the last eight game, that is in jeopardy this week. Tulsa can score. They can throw the ball around the yard. They have four or five wide receivers that are legit. And Juan Carlos Santana is a deep threat. I think he's averaging like 23 yards a catch. And they also have another receiver that's over 400 yards on the year. They have two receivers averaging 100 in the game. They have four or five that's over 100, y- <clears throat> 100 yards for the season. 
So that's imperative to know. You, you need to know what's going on. And we're going to talk about that in segment two, about what the D, DBs need to do about this defense. Now, normally I talk about how Baylor's quarterback will struggle against this defense because that's one benefit that we have. People see it so rarely that the first time they see it is kind of a shock. It got Matt Corral in Arkansas. Um, our, Oklahoma had trouble with Iowa State over year, over year, over year. Now, I, I think that trouble is going to stop now that Jeff Lebby's there and he's seen this defense. But we'll see what that looks like. Because Tulsa has a defense that is similar to ours. They do a lot of the three safety stuff, a lot of the drop eight stuff. So expect Tulsa's quarterback to be fairly well-versed because it will not be the first time he's seen it. Now, in this game, we have SEC athletes. Well, we do. Not saying they don't have good athletes, but we have exceptional athletes. And this is perhaps the most talented team in my lifetime at Ole Miss. Now, I told you all year, it's a difference between talent and good. You hear me say that over and over again, and honestly, it makes people crazy from time to time. It really does. I get that. But it needs to be said, because if you quit saying it, people quit believing it. And it's the, it's the crazy thing that people quit believing it after it just quits being said. It's like they forget about it instantly. Their attention spans are so small. So I'm going to say it over and over again. Now, Georgia Tech showed flashes of this team being really good. In the third quarter, this team was elite. And I will say that again. In the third quarter, this team was elite. And if Ole Miss can string those quarters together, just two of those a game. Give me two elite quarters a game. Ole Miss isn't losing this season to anybody. Just with two of those elite quarters a game. Now, is Ole Miss going to be able to do that every game? Probably not. But if they can average that and get that going, that's what we're building to people. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to stack those third quarters against Georgia Tech up to where whenever Ole Miss plays Alabama in November – all of a sudden, it's three quarters of that happening, and Alabama's in for an absolute dogfight. That is the goal. The talent is there. The talent is there to beat everybody on this schedule. I will say that. The talent is there to beat everybody on this schedule. There's not a game you look at on the schedule and say, hey, this is a loss. That game doesn't exist. Now, there's also probably five or six games when you look at the schedule that you're like, at this point, they could lose it. Not that they should, that they could. Just like they could win all their games. Because the talent is there. It's a matter of maximizing the quarterback position. I've told you that for weeks. The more this quarterback position is maximized, the better it will be. And on that th tune, Jackson Dart played all first-team reps this week against Georgia Tech and went out there and other than one pass, had an excellent game. 
I expect Jackson Dart to go out there again. They're going to play the charade. I told you, I've been telling you this for weeks. This quarterback charade is for Kentucky's benefit. It is to hopefully make them practice things that they don't want to practice, that they don't have to practice, that Ole Miss doesn't intend to use. Now, but playing clean offensively, that, that's important for Jackson. They're going to show him some things. This is now Jackson goes against drop eight every day. That's probably, by the way, the reason going against this defense, the quarterback has struggled so much. I think from what we hear to what we see, it's not going to match up at all this year. Because once you see the get things on Saturday, it's not going to be as dominant as the thing you see on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Just to, just. Uh, just an opinion there, but I, I think it's a pretty educated one a quarter of the way through the season. So, play clean. Because Tulsa is going to put this 21-point streak at risk. They can score points. They can throw the ball. They're kind of one-dimensional. So, you might be able to get out of the quarterback, which means they're going to throw quick stuff. They're going to have to. They mentioned last night the Golden Hurricast was on um, the show yesterday and talked about how they're replacing the center and they have some young players on the offensive line. So there, expect more quick passes. Tulsa has played Wyoming, which is a pretty good team. Um, they, I think they lost that game in double overtime. They've played Northern Illinois, a decent team. Vandy just went up to their place and won by 10, 10 points, though. Keep that in mind. And Jacksonville State, which they gave up like 250 yards on the ground to Rich Rod's team. Um, in Jacksonville State. So this is going to be sh- short. This this defense from Tulsa is gettable. If Ole Miss, if you told me Ole Miss scored 40 to 50 points in this game, I would not be surprised. This defense is gettable. You also, if you told me they scored 31 and it was a 31-24 game, I would also not be surprised. I do not think there's any way other than this first key of playing clean, that Ole Miss loses this game. Ole Miss is favored by 20.5 points from bet online, and the over-under is currently set at 61.5. It's down a half a point from yesterday. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big deal. But if Ole Miss plays clean, there's almost no way they can lose this game. And that tells me they're going to do a game plan real similar to what Georgia Tech did. We're going to make Tulsa have to stop that running game and then throw the ball when we want to throw the ball. Tulsa wants to make, put this game on Jackson Dart's shoulders. They're hoping he makes a mistake or two throwing the ball down the field because they read the press clippings. They do all the scouting too. So they're going to intentionally, I think, try to stop that run. This is the first game where the team is going to desperately try to stop the run and force Jackson Dart to throw the football. We'll see exactly how that goes. Anyway, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. 
So this is what you do. You create a job on your, on your LinkedIn page, period. You just do that. <clears throat> then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. We need to finish the year strong and the right team member can help you do that, especially with this Christmas rush coming up soon. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs, number one in delivering high quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college, And post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes and Spotify. Go to iTunes and Spotify and leave a five-star review for the show. You can say whatever you want to say. Just leave a five-star review. That'll help us out and help others that are trying to find the podcast. I searched Ole Miss Podcast on the Google machine the other day. Locked on Ole Miss Podcast came in first. That's what we want. That's what the reviews are for. That's what the five-star is for. All right. So we talked in the first segment about this team needing to play clean. In the non-conference game, that is the most important thing. Play clean. Do not put the ball at risk. You need to allow your athletes to be able to handle their athletes because their athletes, while good, they're on scholarship, they're good players. Um, And this is the best non-conference team that Ole Miss has played. Without a doubt, your athletes still should be superior to theirs. This is a game that Ole Miss should win. Ole Miss is probably a top 10 team. They're not there yet. Um, The coaches poll has them at 13, but they're probably a top 10 team. If you're a top 10 team, this game is not losable. That's just the way it is. Now, the second reason that this game is going to go Ole Miss way and Ole Miss is going to win the game is the DBs are going to hold up against the wide receivers of Tulsa. Tulsa has done a fantastic job throwing the ball, but a lot of what they do is kind of similar to what we do. Tulsa is like a G5 version, honestly, of Ole Miss. The defense is similar. The offense is similar. And... That's bad luck for Tulsa because as good as this offense is, and they can throw and catch the ball, that means they're operationally sound as well. That doesn't just happen throwing for 400 yards a game. But you're going to see a defense that has went up against that type of offense before. You're going to see a defense with crazy length, with small windows that is going to force Tulsa to have to play perfectly. Now, Can they do it? Possibly. There's always a possibility of a Steven Garcia-type game. If Ole Miss doesn't play clean, and um, Davis um, Sims, I think is his name, um, the quarterback at Tulsa, has a Steven Garcia-like game, Tulsa could be in this game. Like I said, they play essentially giant killers. They don't necessarily win it, but they scare the heck out of you. That is their MO over the past 10 years. So, knowing that, and knowing exactly what they plan to do and what they want to do, the DB should be in a good position to actually see things, recognize it, and stop it. If you look at Georgia Tech, 
when Georgia Tech made plays, they made plays covered. There wasn't wide receivers running wide open. Now, everybody's going to talk about the scheme that Georgia Tech ran, but a route's a route. There's usually a wide open wide receiver. There's a way to get receivers open. Even bad offenses, offenses can do it. Mike Wright and Vandy, there was able to, they were able to scheme open routes once or twice a game against Ole Miss last year. So they couldn't throw the ball. They had problems, but they can do it. Tulsa is going to be really good at doing that. But take in their offensive line because Ole Miss has this motto with um, Russian coverage. That's their motto on defense. So when Tulsa passes the ball, if you get a better rush, the coverage is going to be a little bit better. If you're going to get a little bit better coverage, the rush is going to be able to get home easier. So there, it's a symbiotic relationship between the two things. But because of this rush and that offensive line that I've talked about, I think Tulsa is going to get a little bit big boyed at the line of scrimmage, especially if they're going to even be younger at center. There are some issues. I mean, J.J. Pegues could have a huge day in this game. Look for Cedric Johnson, Jared Ivey, um, those guys to really show up. Isaiah Iton. Um, those guys. Now, Corey Coleman injured his ankle against Georgia Tech. I do not know if he's going to be back. They're not talking about it, but he might be back. He might not be back for this game. That might be a player that they're saving for Kentucky. He's a player that could make a lot of hay on Saturday at home. Period. And they're just athletes and different players. And Ole Miss does a good job. And Chris Partridge is an uber-aggressive defensive coordinator. But they're a lineup and they're 3-2-6. But almost four is coming just about every time. They're not doing, most of the time, not doing a true drop eight. They're showing a drop eight, but you don't know where that hole is going to be. And because of that, those box safeties, the Otis Reese and the Aishim Young and those guys up towards the line of scrimmage, Ladarius Tennyson, have been able to make some hay by the line of scrimmage. Those are some physical, physical dudes, by the way. So we'll see exactly what they do. Now, we saw against Troy, Troy was able to throw the ball for like 276 yards or something like that. Troy was an air raid team last year. Troy is better at throwing the football. They are learning how to run the football. They're getting better each week. But that being their wheelhouse kind of shows you a blueprint of how I think Tulsa is going to attack this team. It's going to be imperative. If Ole Miss can get pressure with three or four, it's going to be a long day for Tulsa. It's going to be a long day for the Golden Hurricane. And because of that, um, I think that will actually happen. I think Ole Miss has an advantage at the line of scrimmage, like a significant advantage. And I think in these non-conference games, they're going to use it. I think Ole Miss is not going to put the ball at risk, play a similar game plan to the first half at Georgia Tech. I think the defenses are going to hold up against Tulsa. And that will be kind of the change of the day you know that 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 is going to be the story of the game is the offense looked methodical they put up points uh, with using Zach Evans and Quinchon Judkins we're going to talk about that in just a second and the defense held up and you know Tulsa threw for 
320 yards, but scored 17 points or something like that. That's my prediction in this game. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and MLS. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, hit the bell for notifications when we release a new video, which happens quite frequently, at least twice a day. And, of course, upvote the video itself. Participate in the comment section below. Tell me where I'm wrong or tell me anything that um, I might be missing. Something that I'm not seeing. Something you might bring to my attention. Because I I, I am curious. I do read the comment section. Um, I do check on the iTunes reviews all the time. I do talk about all that stuff. So, whenever you say it, I'm going to see it. So, do that. If you look down below, um, Ole Miss is a 20.5. 20.5 point favorite over Tulsa. Um, the over-under is set at 61.5. All lines, courtesy of Bet Online on this show. Um, the game is on the SEC Network at 3 o'clock Central, by the way. All right. The last key, the reason that Ole Miss is going to win this game, is Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins. I know, I know. Th- th- everybody's like, I could have written this list, Steve, and you could have. You could have. But the point is this list exists, and it's a real thing. Zach Evans is going to go for probably 150 yards Saturday. They're going to try and stop Zach Evans desperately. Zach Evans is going to get free because they're going to scheme the run game in a way that he's going to be able to be successful. Him and Judkins, they're they're going to run. I expect Ole Miss to run north of 250 yards Saturday. And this isn't any slight against Tulsa. This is just that the Ole Miss running game may be the best in the country. And in an age when throwing the ball is so, so um, popular and prevalent and everything, Ole Miss's run game is a special, special group. It really is. I think Rocket Sanders at Arkansas is number one in the SEC in rushing. Number two is Zach Evans. Number three is Quinshawn Judkins right now. Quarter of the way through the season. And both of them are nearly averaging 100 yards a game. I think Judkins is right below 100 yards. But above 100 yards, I believe, is Zach Evans. So it's pretty good. And Zach Evans, um, as Lane Kiffin said in his press conference yesterday, he was a couple of missed runs and running up on blockers to where he could have ended up with 250 yards in that game. It was, it was there. It was literally one man to beat long touchdown runs that were there. And he, he ended up running on the back of Malik Heath or something, going in when he should have gone out. Stuff that experience will teach him because, as Lane Kiffin said, he is new to this system. What they did at TCU, that was an air raid system, I think, last year with Sonny Cumbie. Um, we saw that in the 2014 Peach Bowl. 
they were running a modified air raid. Ulysses Bentley was running a modified air raid at SMU, by the way. It's absolutely crazy. And if you look at Mississippi State this year, they're kind of running a modified air raid. They're running the ball a little bit more. Really interesting to see. But I digress. This running backs are going to have a decent day. It's a game that Zach Evans could have 150 yards. I think Quinchon Judkins will be near the century mark. And then you've got Ulysses Bentley that one of these days is going to break out in one of these games. Everybody sleeps on him. He's so forgotten. But he's already got three touchdowns this season. They're like the quietest three touchdowns in three games in Ole Miss history. It's, it's absolutely amazing. He's a, This running back room is just unbelievably special. You pair that with the offensive line, and you have a true weapon. Now, everybody's worried about pass protection. That's the thing I've seen over and over about this team. And I do want to say this. I said this on the postcast this past weekend with Stuart Patridge. Ole Miss runs RPOs a lot, which means the offensive line is run blocking. It's not, it's not a pass set. So if the quarterback holds the ball longer than he normally does, it's fairly easy to shed that block and go rush the passer. You have time to go do it. So what would look like poor pass protection Sometimes could be the quarterback just holding the ball too long on an RPO. So the offensive line has played fairly well this season. Jaden Williams at left tackle, redshirt freshman at left tackle. And he's just turning out to be the truth. He, he really is. He's turning out to be the truth. And then think about your swing players, Mason Brooks. The guy you brought in is your swing offensive lineman. So many offensive linemen are being able to play. You can tell the difference between what Lane Kiffin and Charlie Weiss want to do and what Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy wanted to do because they hardly ever substituted last year. It was like 11 players, maybe 15 in a game or something. It was ridiculous, and it hurt your depth because if Ole Miss earlier in the season last year would have had this rotation going on at the wide receiver position, the game against Auburn may have turned out differently. And if you look back at it, that game probably potentially kept Ole Miss out of the playoff. Now, they would not have taken three teams in the playoff from the SEC, but you get my point. That's 11-1 and one and ranked fifth in the country at a minimum. With the only loss being at the number one team in the country. It would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. They would have had the exact same resume that Georgia had. Isn't that nuts? So, those running backs in this running back room and the offensive line has a chance to be really, really special this weekend. This is a game that I think Ole Miss will win, and I think Ole Miss will win and cover. Like I said, this is no slight towards Tulsa. Tulsa is a good team. But I do think Ole Miss right now is a top 10 team. And a top 10 team should not should not lose to Tulsa. I'll say that. But it's a situation where win by one point, win by 40 points, it doesn't matter. But I'm telling you what I'm expecting. So either way, we're getting ready for Kentucky. Kentucky is about, what, nine days away? Something like that. 
And this does have the potential to be a sandwich game. If Ole Miss is going to play sloppy, if Ole Miss was not going to play clean, this is the game that will happen because of that Kentucky game and everybody pointing to it at the beginning of the season. The players heard that. The players are walking around campus and people are talking about Kentucky. Players are going out to Funkies and people are talking about Kentucky. Part of this is our fault. We made that game potentially bigger than it needs to be because right now, I look at the Kentucky game, I think Ole Miss is going to be a three- to six-point favorite in that game. They should be anyway, even though Kentucky, after next week, could be eighth in the country, seventh in the country. But just watching the two teams play should be interesting. But this is an absolute trap game. Every instance of looking forward to Kentucky is available to the players. It's all rat poison this week. Everybody's talking about how great these running backs are, how great this secondary is, how great this offensive line is, how great Jackson Dart played. Rat poison everywhere. That and the trap game. That is where you should be concerned this weekend. I do not think it's going to matter. But it's there. If that if this team is sluggish in the beginning, if this team is not quite where they need to be, now you know why. That's what's going on. In their head, they're already preparing for Kentucky. But Tulsa is the best non-conference game we will play. After Troy, it's just like I said, you had a team with Troy that was good enough to get the attention of Ole Miss that forced them to really work during fall camp. Then you had the Central Arkansas. Then you had the Georgia Tech. Then you had the Tulsa. And then you had the Kentucky. This has a chance to be a very, very special season. Absolutely. Right now, looking at it, 9-0 playing Alabama is on the table. Now, so is like Seven and three, six and four, but nine and zero is on the table as well. And that Alabama game has a chance to be Katy Perry esque. Maybe see if you can bring her back because that has a chance to be a war. So many tests along the way. We've taken quiz after quiz after quiz to start this season. The first exam, October first. We'll find out right then if. How Ole Miss does in that game will determine if they can play with Alabama, if they're competing for third in the SEC, or even higher than that. It's fantastic, people. I mean, everybody should have fun and enjoy this. Everybody should have fun and enjoy this. Because this is just great. But anyway, Saturday, 3 o'clock. On SEC Network, Ole Miss, 20.5-point favorites over at um, um, versus Tulsa. Um, I put an ad in there accidentally on the thing. I need to change that before tomorrow, but I made a mistake on that. But we will get that situated. That should be in verses. Um, anyway, 
This has been the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Every day, host Chris Gordy and your local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. Locked On SEC. Anyway, there you go. Why Ole Miss will defeat Tulsa. Right there. Anyway, we will see you tomorrow.